Hello and welcome to The Inter Show, the brand new podcast for Interisi, aiming to bring you all the latest news on the team we all love. Scene tune. After a disappointing display in Bergamo, what were the positives, the negatives and what was the overall impression? Well, the defence kept another clean sheet, even if it seemed a little wobbly this time. Skrinia isn't playing as well as he has been. Um, but with De Vrij and Azamoa potentially coming in, it looks like a really strong base to build one from for next year. It finally looks like Spalletti knows how to use Gagliardini. If we take drawing in Bergamo on its own merit, it's actually not a bad result. We've been there a number of times over the last few years and last, so at least it's a, it, it, it is a point in the bag. Um, it's actually the results around it which make it look like a bad result. The negatives are we look like we have absolutely no attacking verve. And Spalletti's choices made him look frightened, particularly not introducing Caramo until the last minute of the game. It looked almost like he was more frightened to lose than he didn't have a desire to actually win. I mean, overall, taking the positives, I think we've reason to be hopeful for next year. Spalletti has obviously improved the team and we're hard to beat these days, which has to be the first step towards getting back to where we want to be. It looks like Champions League qualification might be a bridge too far for this season, although with Roma and Lazio drawing last night and not really playing particularly well, it's evident that they're struggling as well. So I, I wouldn't call it a given that we're going to miss out on the Champions League. But there is reason to believe we're going in the right direction. And I think, with the, particularly with the, the defence and the fact that Gagliardini is now putting in good performances, I think it's quite evident that we're on the, we're on the right um, track. In terms of players, Boja Valero looks awful. Re- I, I can't believe that he's become um, a shadow of him, a complete shadow of himself. He's so lethargic, and just having him on the pitch slows us right down. We have absolutely no tempo to our play when he's there. Is he tired, or is he too old, or is he just not the right type of player for Inter? I mean, Skriniar looks like he's low on energy, which isn't an attack on him after the season he's had. Um, But he does look like he's coming to a, a period where he needs to have a break, a rest, Perisic and Icardi look worn out Gagliardini was decent Handanovic made a couple of good saves and we could have lost if he hadn't Um, D'Ambrosio and Miranda also had decent games which goes back to the point that the defence looks like it it has a solid base the newspapers reviewed the match in Bergamo um, along similar lines Il Corriere dello Sport um, headlined with no Icardi, no party. Another bleak performance from Marito. Nil-nil in Bergamo. The Champions League remains in the balance. Two points, no goals from the last three matches. Going to La Gazzetta dello Sport. Inter zero growth. In Bergamo, Atalanta were better. The breaks are put on Spalletti again. Nil-nil. Inter haven't scored in three games. They don't move ahead in the race for the Champions League spots. Gasparini frightens with the young Barrow. Um, Icardi and Perisic stay dry. Such a famine hasn't happened 
um, for six years, pointing to the fact that Inter haven't gone three games without scoring um, in the last six years, which in some ways is hard to believe, given the terrible seasons we've had. Inter only catch up with Roma and Lazio. Well, that was true of yesterday morning, but following the derby, we're now a point behind them. Tutto Sport. Um, Atalanta don't go in front. Inter wakes up late. A draw which doesn't help anybody. Spalletti suffers at the start. The reaction at the end isn't enough. Tutto Sport, as we all know, is more or less a Juventus fanzine, so I don't think they're ever going to um they're ever going to say anything positive about Inter, but they they seem to be the most damning of the three sports newspapers. Milano today, Atalanta nil nil. Uh draw which leaves the two Lombard squads unhappy. And just looking at the newspaper f- um, for the opposition, Atalanta, Leco di Bergamo, one half each. Atalanta Inter finishes without goals. The draw was the right result. It finishes nil-nil between Atalanta and Inter in a game which both wanted to win to accelerate towards their own objectives. A place in the Europa League for the Nerazzurri Bergamaschi and a place in the Champions League for Spalletti's team. Atalanta out of the blocks in the first half with an exciting Barrow and Gomez who missed a goal. Inter better in the second half when Gasparini's men lowered their rhythm. The draw is the right result. It's kind of expecting something a bit more positive from um, Bergamo's newspaper given that drawing with Inter is never a bad result um, with no disrespect to um, Atalanta but it's... It, it's a it's a decent result for them in what they would consider to be a, a real derby match. Just looking briefly at the other news this week in Italy, Roma's win in the Champions League was great for them in Italian football. With Liverpool in the semis, they've gotten the best draw possible and have a chance at getting to the final. Juventus spoiled the good they had done during the match with the behaviour of Buffon and Chiellini at the end. Lazio were a letdown. But does their poor form hold hope for Inter? That's reflecting on their match against Salzburg. But I think you can also um, say the same things after the derby yesterday. Because if anybody was really really looking likely to win it, it was far more Roma than Lazio. Empoli look to be heading back to Serie A after opening a 12-point lead on Palermo and Frosinone in Serie B. My idea with this podcast is that it won't be a monologue every week. Um, I'm hoping that people um, will get in touch and will um, give their views, and also hopefully I can um, I'll be able to get some I'll be able to get some people to come onto the show as co-hosts. So if you would be interested in doing that please um, drop me a line and I'll have some contact details for you in a moment. So as I said, this is just a, this is just the start of this podcast, an attempt to try and get it up and running. I'm looking for co-hosts, I'm looking for guests, I'm looking for questions. If you want to get in touch and help build this podcast into the best inter-podcast around, email theintershow69 at gmail.com. Get in touch via Twitter at hashtag AskTheInterShow or you can find us on 
Facebook at um, the at sign the Intershow sixty nine. Thanks and fourteen.